I'm Taylor Manley, and I work at Mermaid Manicures from Brisbane, Australia, and I'm today's guest announcer. You can find me on Instagram at Mermaid Manicures. Cue the music. In an industry where most of us spend the majority of our time working alone in a room, we wanted to create a podcast where you can learn, be encouraged, and find a connection with other lash and beauty professionals. This is the Lashcast podcast, and here's your host, Paul Lubers. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by lash professionals and for lash professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, we get to talk to Katie Gross, the creator of the Lash Artist Box and owner of Suburban Lash. Katie also contributes to Lash Inc. and is just an all-around go-getter and who has happens to have also a great sense of humor, in my humble opinion. We recorded this episode back in June at IBS, so it's a little shorter interview than you usually get from us, and I know you will really enjoy getting to know Katie. We will definitely have to have her back for a more in-depth interview in the future. Now, before we get into the episode, let's do a little bit of business. We have over 160 people coming to LashCon this October 19th through the 21st in Pasadena, California. And we expect, or at least we're hoping to sell at least another 100 tickets or more over the next two months. So this conference is going to be epic. It's going to be huge. There's going to be so many people you're going to want to come meet, mingle, network with. It's going to be amazing. Now, why did we create another Lash conference? I mean, there are many, so many of them now. Over the last 18 months, I have been getting to know our listeners as well as our followers on Instagram, and it's become very clear to me that most lash professionals really only focus on their technique. In fact, that's what every conference I've seen focuses on. I mean, they do a little bit of branding on Instagram too. The problem is you can be a great lash artist and still make no money. How's that? You don't know how to market yourself and you don't know how to run a business. There's so much more to running a lash business than being able to do great lashes. I promise you that when you leave LashCon, you will leave with so many new ideas that you can implement into your business. LashCon is not here just to give you a bunch of inspirational cheerleader talk, which can be nice, and there's plenty of that on Instagram. LashCon is here to give you actual things you can do to improve your marketing and your business. I've told all our speakers that they have to give away at least three ideas that business owners can go home and implement into their business right now. Not something like, well, hopefully in six months, maybe I can do this. It has to be very practical and very um, intentional where you can take it and do it now. Why else should you come? Well, we're planning on having some networking and some parties and events there outside of just doing work. It's going to be a lot of work, but Lash Bomb and Lash Anarchist are going to be hosting a party on Saturday night. If you heard about their party in Vegas, you know it was huge. It was amazing. It was epic. And now we're back to do it even bigger and better at LashCon. It's going to be everyone together in one location. It's going to be awesome, guys. You don't want to miss that party as well as Sunday night. We have a VIP event, and we're looking to have another event there in the evening for everyone. So trust me, there's going to be plenty of chances for you to make friends and meet people. We also have an amazing lineup of speakers and topics. You can go to our website, lashcon.com, and you can find out more information there. There's going to be so much good stuff there, guys, over 25 presentations, stuff that's going to really help you change your business. 
Now, a couple more things. We are still looking for guest announcers. Guys, we're almost done. I only have like two or three left in the can, and then I'm going to be doing them myself or have to recycle some. So if you've been wanting to get on our show and be a guest announcer, this is your chance. Just go to the show notes. The script's in there. Just read that, record it, and send it to me at paul at Integrity Lash. All the details are in there, show notes. So please do that. We'd love to get you guys on the show. Promote yourself. Maybe get a few followers. Also, we have a Facebook group, Lashcast Podcast. Follow that, please. And lastly, guys, we need your help getting the word out. We've been growing and it's been amazing. We've more than tripled in the last year and it's been awesome seeing what you guys have been doing for us, getting the word, making fans for us, helping people learn about what we're trying to do here to help build up businesses, both technically, customer service, business, everything. But we need your help. So please leave a review if you can on iTunes and let your friends know. Post it on Instagram, repost. We'll find you if you hashtag it or if you tag us, we will repost it. It's just a great way to help get the word out. We really appreciate what you guys have done to get, let people know about Lashcast. It's been a real blessing. And, and really, for us, it's reading the reviews is everything. We read a review, it's like made our day. I, the rest of the week, I'm flying. And all right, I think that's all the business we have to do. So let's get into today's episode. here with our last interview at IBS. It's kind of sad. We're almost done, and, but we're really excited. We're going to have Katie from Last Artist Box. And also, I forget your salon. Your salon is... My salon is Suburban Lash. Yes. I'm located between Akron and Cleveland, Ohio. All right, Ooh, out yeah. there. So Ooh, welcome Ohio. to the show. Thanks, Thank Katie, you. for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Yes, Aww. she's nervous too, but it's okay. You'll get over it. It's just us. We're nobodies. But um, <laughs> we were so excited to have you because we've been DMing back and forth for a while, almost like a year so, I've been stalking you. You can say it, yeah, okay. for about a year. Yeah, yeah. And what's been cool about Katie is that she was, like I said earlier today, with us talking, was she's the first person who actually knew what a salon, top two in a salon is. Mm-hmm. Which is something we were very proud of. For four years, we were selected for that. And something that we really was like our pride and joy because it's not easy to be selected. And you got to really build your systems and do something special in your salon to get noticed. I mean, we've talked to, um, I forgot her name. Uh, Stacy. Stacy. Stacy Sobel is the editor yeah, uh, at uh, Salon Today. Today. It's a it's an industry magazine. And one of the things that they do every year is they have this, it's a competition. Yeah. And they feature the top 200 salons in North America. So it's not just, uh, the United States, but it's also Canada as well. And there's certain criteria that you can um, apply for. It's like um, best uh, practices. Practices for businesses. And well, Katie, because of, she was in a good salon, we want to tell what salon you were. I was. So shout out to Tangerine in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. <laughs> uh, that's long, very long story short. Um, I had been in the hair industry for eight years. My husband's job moved us to Tennessee, and I had to rebuild my clientele, but I was so fortunate to work in a top 200 salon, and they, I believe, still are a top 200 salon every year. Yeah. Um, awesome. That's building. how we heard of, yeah? Yeah, no, we've well seen yeah. So That's when I cool. saw y'all on the cover of the magazine, I had never heard of you before, and I immediately started stalking everything <laughs> about you. I got Paul on the phone. I'm like, tell me everything, yeah. <laughs> because that was the first laugh salon that I had seen in the top 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only been one other, actually. There was one other one, and it was in New Jersey, I think it was. Yeah. Um, we, we got Not it Boston. For, for, yeah, yeah, I don't think it was Boston. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, somewhere back east, and that and for us, I think it was a great. Honor. I know that's one of your goals. You said I'm going to be a top two in salon, Heck and yeah. I and I want to see the top two in salon dominated by the last industry. I mean, yes. it's part of what we're trying to do. With I'm going to pitch it again, last con, <laughs> try and help people run better businesses because just being a great lash artist isn't enough. If you're going to be successful, you need to learn how to run a business too. And I think that's really what salon today was trying to encourage people, share your best practices, help people lift it up, and that's what we're trying to do with last. Con, share the information, help people get better at being a business owner, not just a great last artist, but a great business owner. So anyhow, that's really cool. So that's how we kind of found each other. And then since then, you've been on this exciting journey in the last year, starting two companies, not one. That wasn't enough for you. No, never. No. And so <laughs> I you, didn't stress my husband out enough with the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell us I about need to you. make sure he goes gray a lot sooner than yeah, he had originally yeah, planned. Yeah, ulcers and all that <laughs> yes. too. So where are you two companies? Tell us a little bit about what you've been up to. Oh my goodness, where do I begin? So, so coming to this show, this is my first Vegas show, um, and I actually have three different focuses being here. Well, I should say four, being on the podcast. Um, so I'm, one, looking for new companies to partner with to get them into the Lash Artist Box. Yeah. I'm looking for new customers and subscribers, and then I'm also looking for new products to carry in my Lash Salon. So it's been a very intense yeah. two days so far. Well, let's talk about Lash Artist Box. Tell us what it is. So that I actually came up with at the Chicago Beauty Show um, just over, no, not even a year ago. It was last April. Um, but it took me a couple months really to convince my husband that, you know, I, th I thought I had a good idea. And what I found at that Chicago show and talking to different companies, because I always, as soon as I meet someone, I'm like, tell me about your business. How did you do it? What worked? What didn't? Um, I like to know the backstory, mm -hmm. and so I'm talking to these vendors, and it's very expensive, y'all know, from uh -huh. setting up a booth. Mm -hmm. yep. It's very expensive to be here, time away from work, hiring staff to man it. Um, so I thought, you know what, there's got to be a better way. And being um, a subscriber of different boxes, Ipsy and FabFitFun, and yeah. mm -hmm. holy cow, they're so exciting to get delivered to your doorstep. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, why don't we? Do you guys subscribe to any? I, ha I have FabFitFun. Uh -huh. I used to do Ipsy. We did Birchbox. Um, yeah, Birchbox. Yeah, but the only one I have now is FabFitFun. Mm -hmm. yeah. I do Junk I still Box. Have that one too. Junk boxes, they just send new trash. We used to do one. <laughs> random. Um, it's not it was, real. It probably was, is a thing. Probably you, you should start there. that. His name's Oscar, by the way. He he runs the company. If you know that obscure reference there. I gotcha. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so I just thought, why don't we do something that, like that yeah. for the professional lash industry? So I ended up teaming up with a company who all they do is subscription boxes. I went through an eight-week intensive course because oh, wow. if, once you get to know me, I don't half-ass any, can I say ass? I just yes. did, so sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, I want to know the way it works, and again, I want to know what fails and all of those things. So I went yeah. through an eight-week intense course, learned how to do a subscription box business. I have a business degree, too, so they kind of went hand-in-hand. Hand, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and just That's launched. rare for a beauty professional. That is very and rare. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah, full, actually <laughs> educated, right? <laughs> and I, pay, I paid cash for my whole education, so wow. By the time I graduated, I had zero debt. Oh, good Amen. for you. That's wow. not happening in America for sure. And I did it at 21. I don't know. Oh, my wow. gosh. I don't know. I must so have been bored. you must have had great <laughs> guidance in your life to disseminate that wisdom, or did you just were discerning enough to say, this is what I want for my I life? I don't want debt for us my life. You know, I honestly, yeah. I really don't know where it came from. I don't know what I did in a past life, but it... I think it yeah. <laughs> trickled over into this one. I think my parents, you know, they had jobs that were okay, but they didn't love them. They weren't passionate. So I just always wanted to do something I was passionate about that I could constantly learn and grow as a person. I don't know where it came. Maybe Oprah. Maybe Oprah. Yeah. Inspired <laughs> Another Oprah-inspired business owner. <laughs> of course. No, Sounds like you did a lot of homework. It's not just as easy. I've 
um, known of other people who have done similar things with the with the boxes, and they've petered out because, you know, uh, one we were even a subscriber to the quality of the actual shipping. Uh, what was, they were shipping the material no and it was just disintegrated. The products weren't that great and it was just not... It sounds, There's no passion behind yeah. it. You can tell there was no passion behind it. Sounds it sounds like you have done everything to make sure that the whole vehicle that you're doing it in and the experience that people are going to have with inter- interfacing with your product is going to be good. Like Those are things that most people don't like think about when they are starting a business. Mm-hmm. So I, guess I, I guess selfishly I thought about myself and starting out in the lash industry and 2014, before I had Instagram, um, I'm 34 and I felt like I was just kind of past the Instagram mark, but I didn't have that. And so I thought, where the heck do you go to find all these products? Mm -hmm. So that's what I hope for the Lash Artist Box to do is to deliver them different products. It comes every other month, so it's not so overwhelming. They have time to try everything out. And for the vendors and the companies, it cuts down their cost on being at all of these shows. It's essentially a convention box. Or right. professional lash yeah. artists. It's a convention in a the box. A lot cheaper than flying out, seeing the hotel, doing yes. all that. So. Okay, so what kind of things are you, for your ideal uh, consumer, the person who subscribes to Lashbox, what can you um, tell them that they're going to experience when they open yours? Ooh, pure joy. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. Okay, I'm on. I need pure joy. I need some of that. Some who pure doesn't? Joy. Um, so when they first open the box, there's an info card in there, and I include info, disc, extra discount. Oh my gosh, discount codes of all the different companies. So when they want to reorder, they can do that. Um, in every box, it's $47. Um, that includes free shipping for US residents. It's an extra, I believe, $6 for um, people in Canadian or Canadian, Canada. Uh-huh. It's been a long day, guys. It's been a long day. <laughs> What's that country up above us? It's Canadian. Know. Yeah, those people up there. <laughs> yeah, Canadian. Up there. Paul, you've said that before. Canads? I call them Canads. I call them Canads. I've never K-Nads. heard that before. Yeah, that was from junior high. We went on a trip to Canada, and we were we just call them Canads. They weren't Canucks or any other term. We just decided to call them Canads. And they so. were fine with that? No. No. Get out of country, you ugly American. Right now, everyone who's listening to our Canadian audience is like, Paul's Do you have jerk. any Canadian friends now? Is it staying? I just lost you them all. You lost them all. I think they're all. gone. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry Canada. I mean, love you guys, really. You guys are the best comedians, by the way. But in each box... Um, so it's $47, and they can expect to see at least $150 value of items wow. in there. So they save money. They don't have to get on Instagram until 1 o'clock in the morning and find these companies. Yeah. And um, they can expect things like, um, so let's think, this May June box, they have two pairs of tweezers, two packs of lashes, um, a really cute container to store your adhesive in so it's airtight. Um, what else? A cute cosmetic bag with lashes on it. Mm. A There's for something me. else. Ooh, a sample from Dirty Lash, which is a great cleanser to use. And I'm kind of sharing a booth with her over on the other side of here. Um, so that's just this box. And it has, a, I think, close to $175 value. Wow. Yeah. Especially, awesome. you know, when you're on a budget and you want an exposure mm-hmm. to, like, new stuff. It's fantastic. Absolutely. And, and I try, depending on the box, it may have something... Um, for them to pamper themselves with because it is exhausting. At the end of a day, your back hurts and we don't take care of themselves. So I'll put cute little earrings or headbands or just something that's kind of fun so it's not all business related. Mm -hmm. And FYI, it can be a tax write-off for your expenses too. So it's not just like throwing out money on fat fit fun. You can actually (laughs) do it the smart way. Okay, so that's what the the, um, subscribers can expect. What kind of um, what kind of qualities are you looking for in a product or, or through vendors? What kind of uh, like yeah, what's, what's your philosophy on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a really great question. Um, so I have a lot of people reach out 
couple times a day and say, hey, we're looking at launching a new lash company. How do we get started? And I always ask them to send me the products so I can hand test them out and see how they work on my clients. So my clients are all my guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. But what I found too is some people will just, I'm sure you guys see it a lot of private labeling and just slapping their things on. So I do have to be careful and kind of nitpick. I have had new companies and they have just blown up from starting in the subscription box. Um, Now, today as it stands, we've got about just over 400 subscribers. So it's a really great way to just hit the ground running and launch your brand. Um, So I do look for quality. I always ask them their, their story, what makes them different. Um, how do they sell? Um, and I kind of try and put a little bit of everything in there because even things that don't work for me might absolutely work for somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure, you know, you see that with our adhesives and, and yeah. those kind of things too. It's very too. personal so, choice, yeah. yeah. Yes. Very cool. That is cool. Now, what has been some of the struggles? Because I know at least, I remember you shared one online. I think it was through Instagram. I don't think it was a DM. I think you were just sharing publicly. Oh, my gosh, guys. Because I can't keep it to myself. You you just got (laughs) to let it go. Let it happen. Let people know the real, what's going on behind the scenes. Because I think, again, we love to see our industry grow and evolve and more and more people. Just, I mean, we just met a beatbox last, or not last hours, but esthetician. She's the last. She oh, she's the last. Okay, yeah. last too. So it's really cool. So there's this kind of evolution where people kind of find their passions and combining them with lashes. And I, I think for you, it's not. And it's not easy. You know, there's going to be hard work and there's going to be losses and we struggle. So maybe you can share some of the struggles that you've had, or at least maybe talk about that one big one that mm-hmm. I remember you posting. What it was like? Yeah, I. You know, it actually, it's been a lot of work. That's a really loaded question without yeah. throwing too much on you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had to start small, and I think that helped relieve a lot of headaches. Um, so I launched with 50 boxes. They all sold out. That's been the hardest thing is to target every two months what our potential growth is going to be. Oh, so yeah. I sold out of the first two boxes. So we went from 50 to 125 wow. to 300. And now we're at 500 oh, that I have to forecast. Goodness. So every time you're increasing. Every yeah. time. We're growing month upon month. But those first couple months grew so fast that I thought, oh my gosh, I have all these people knocking on the door and I don't have enough product. And you product. don't have enough product. So, right. so I started now, right? over-ordering and oh, then yeah. it didn't continue to grow. I had one box that it was I thought was great, but I didn't hit the mark for a lot of my subscribers. So I did have not a ton, but a good handful of, of people cancel and say, maybe they'll come back. I didn't have a ton of subscribers during those two months. Um, and, and basically what had happened is uh, somebody just didn't ship me all of their things on time. Yeah. And I was only oh, able to, I was yeah. able to get my first wave of boxes out with that product in it. And I didn't have it for the second one. We, we we fixed it. It was fine. But customers did notice that, that their boxes weren't the same as the others. They still got a really great value. I wouldn't have done it if they didn't have a good value, but it wasn't the same product. But right. these are the growing pains. Yeah. And that's yeah. the stuff that people, logistics are a big part of what you're doing. And that's not something people are trained in, logistics. And so you've had to learn, grow, and figure it out as you go. Because how do you project how fast you're going to grow your box? You don't want to over, over order. I mean, I think with anyone in retail understands one of the biggest killers in retail is inventory control. And if you can't control your inventory, it will sink your business. I've always seen it, you know, if you watch Shark Tank, that's always one of the big My things they talk show. about. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Every entrepreneur is, right? And they talk about inventory control, and it's a, it's a big, uh, it's actually one reason why a lot of people don't invest in companies. They're like, how much inventory do you need to have? So it can be a little scary, but, you know, like, you're going to learn a way and grow, and I'm sure there'll be the ebb and flow of any business, and you'll find your sweet it's spot. It's hard to gauge, too, as a new business when you do, you know, a podcast, and it's like, how many, how many new subscribers 
is that going to generate? It's all really been a guessing game, yeah. and I don't think you really know until that full 12 months in. Yeah. Even being at the show and handing out cards and those kinds of things, yeah. I'm guessing what I think it'll bring in, but how do you know? Because yeah, right. you, know, you hopefully will get a nice little bump from this weekend. I hope so. That's the goal. That's or why I'm you in come trouble. Here. Yeah. <laughs> so now, do you have a team, or are you a one-woman show? How long does it take to fill the boxes? Like, I have all these, like, <laughs> logistical questions. You ask the questions that I always ask everybody. So I'm still pretty much a one-woman show. Wow. Um, I do the curating. I do the boxing. I have a nice setup in my basement. So when my kids go to bed, all of my boxes are curated around 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. So um, I'm proud of myself that most of the time I don't forget to, you know, all the products in there. Um, I do. I did hire on a girl to do my social media. Um, cool. So some, I would say probably 75% of the posts you see on Instagram are her, but I'm giving her the ideas and then I'll kind of sprinkle my own things in. And then she'll do my email marketing because that is so above anything that I care to understand. <laughs> and I've learned that does not bring me joy. Yeah. I do yeah. not want to spend time. I could learn how to do it. I don't want to. I would rather yeah. spend my time doing something that, that fulfills me. Fun. Girl, yeah. I'm in the same club with you. <laughs> I wish that I lived nearby you because I'd be like, I'm Come coming to my over house. and I, we're drinking wine <laughs> and we're stuffing boxes. Yeah. I've actually had a lot of offers, but I do like sometimes I'll do like five here or 50 there and right. I never know. And yeah. so, yes, wine, wine and pizza is always a good way to get people over. A beer and pizza. So I'll argue it's a little better, but wine and pizza, okay, whatever. Um, well, that's really cool. And now you also started a salon. Like, you've been a single practitioner, and I remember we were talking, and you decided, no, I, I've been wanting to do this salon thing, too. That's not my – your dreams are big. You're not just looking to do one little thing. So what? tell us a little bit about this salon journey and maybe what was the impetus to move into this new space because this, this is a big step. So this has been a very, very long journey, and I know when you and I spoke on the phone, I, you didn't know a lot about me, and you were kind of pushing me away from doing it. Um, well, at least not doing two businesses at the same time. Yes, kind of that, that, you're like, you pretty much said, like, I think you're crazy and I think you should <laughs> second guess your whole life. But yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Now you said it in a very nice way. A nicer way, hopefully. <laughs> but I have actually, this has been my, my dream for 16 years since I got into the hair industry. So I'm, I'm actually a licensed Ohio cosmetologist since 03 right. and then got into lashes in 2014. I obtained my business degree. I think I graduated 2010. So okay. because of my husband's job moved us, that's when I lost my clientele and then we moved back to Ohio and I thought, oh my gosh, I have to build up again. Yeah. So that's why my journey has been a lot longer than I would have liked. Yeah. And just building up the lash business. So I actually started the subscription box business to hopefully use the proceeds from that to fund the salon. And now oh. that's gotten so busy at the salon. <laughs> We're in the middle of the build out. I'm hoping to be open um, in July. Awesome. But currently I do booth rent um, just a spot out of the back of a salon in North Worldton, Ohio. It's kind of suburb of Cleveland. And I've been there for about two and a half years just building up my clientele. Um, so, so far I have three potential lash artists on board and, cool. and they know my goal for to be a top 200 salon. Uh -huh. um, I want to do a lot with charity and the community. Yeah. Customer service is, is my platform in this industry too retail, upselling, all of those things. And I know you and I spoke too about, um, oh my gosh. Team-based team pay. pay. Yes, yes. yes. Team-based pay is a foundation that will allow you to have control of your of your budget, of, of knowing when to hire, when to raise your prices. It's going to give you it's a It's going to give you the systems that you need to manage mm -hmm. your company. Because I think there's a lot of team-based pays 
companies in the top 200. Yeah. And I don't think that's an act by accident. They're there yeah. because they have the systems in place so they can, they actually can control their business. I think most salon owners have no control of their business. They're, uh, most of them are held captive. We just talked to someone earlier today. She goes, I think I've worked at all of those salons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, she was <laughs> just sharing. Like. She's like, I, 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 I'm captive. I, I can't leave. Wow. I can't leave my salon. I'm afraid if I were to leave for a month, I'd come back, the salon would be gone. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of a typical salon culture. And team-based cultures, I like to call it, really challenges that thinking and says there's a better way. And so, anyway, hopefully, uh, have you done any other trains or have you looked at too much? I haven't. So when I went to that same Chicago show where I came up with the idea for Lash Artist Box, I found a salon mentor. So she's actually been coaching okay. me. She's, cool. I call her my poly in my pocket. <laughs> I've, I've had her every month since last, since, let's see, April of 2018. Okay. Um, so we do our two monthly calls. So we're, we've been getting yep. everything set up on the back end okay. too. So I have an employee handbook already set into place. Good Ooh, for you. I have never worked anywhere that had an employee handbook yep. from day one. Later yeah, on, they you. thought about it. So that's one of the things I feel like can help right jump front, you know, jump start yeah. your whole so business. Put some of the boundaries and expectations yeah. and all it's that house out rules. there. Right. House yeah. rules. You, you're coming in and you're, you're saying this is what this is how we do things, you know? Yeah. The big thing though is just, you know, realistically the employees probably will not read it, but the, the important thing oh, is... Oh no, we will be going over every you, bullet point <laughs> you'll and teach there will be That's a, what you have to do. an initialing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you have to teach it because um, we've done things like that where we'd have house rules and then we'd have people sign things and when we find out they didn't really read it, but if you teach it, like right. have classes and have Trainings or onboarding, 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 yeah. onboarding, which is something we, before we closed Integrity, we were we had developed our onboarding. Now, so proud of it because it was like it was a very involved, like two day process where we pretty much taught you everything you needed to know about our company and the culture and the culture that mm -hmm. wasn't lashes. It was like everything but lashes. So it's good that you got that stuff going because that's important to get yourself off to the right start. Because I think when clients come or team members join you now, they'll know what they're getting into versus kind of get an idea like they're supposed to catch it as they go mm -hmm. like you'll just figure it out mm -hmm. we'll teach you as you go and you know then they make assumptions and miscommunication happens and then that's usually and you think that you're on part. the same page and you're not yeah so that's and really I good. told them I said this is what I expect from everybody but we're all going to make mistakes along the way and yeah. hopefully we can be forgiving and understanding and, and move forward from it I just honestly, my husband will kill me if he want, well, he'll find out soon, but <laughs> when he listens to this, but I truly want to open a salon where people want to come and work. Yes. That is my number one goal. And I want to have a job that I actually feel really good about walking in through that door. And that yeah. is so hard to find. And to me, it's not rocket science. Mm -hmm. So I'm honestly building the salon for other people to come and work there. And I feel like then it trickles down into mm -hmm. good customer service and good services for clients. Um, yeah. Well, you have a good imprint in your DNA. Because you were yeah. exposed, because you were part of Tangerine, you saw all those things modeled things. for you. You, you know, and it's like you have that goal and that you want to trans translate it to the people that come and work for you, which yeah. is awesome. I hope so. So that's my, how, no, okay, here's my question for you. To be a top 200 salon, do you have to be in business for X amount of time? Um, actually, no, there oh, is, no. Oh, there, there, there is. is. I okay. forget what it is, actually. Um, there, yeah, it's not like you open and then next month you can submit. Um, there is a protocol or a time length. It may, it may not be like 
one or two years, I think. I can't remember. But it's so. a good amount of time to develop all your systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be top two on your first month out. You're yeah. still getting going. So still, he, here, yeah. here's what I would suggest: the 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 time uh, is in August. That's when that's when you, you submissions start in late July, early August. They're done in August as our submissions. So I think you actually they might actually be announcing it this month, like very soon, if not already. I would just go to the salon today. They'll they'll say in there. It's, the guidelines are out there, so look it up, check it out. Even if you don't qualify, I actually suggest that you do it. This is what this is how we do it. Yeah. We did it. Before we qualified, we knew we weren't going to make it, but we went through the exercise of actually doing it because doing that exercise begins to get you those juices flowing and begins to Make help you, you think, think mm-hmm. what am I going to do? And it's setting the tone for how your business is going to be. So you're, you're beginning to think, well, what would it be so I could qualify for top 200? It just sets your mindset. So I would encourage you to do it even if you don't qualify, just do it for yourself. Go through the discipline of writing the essays and sticking to that guideline so that you have something to work for. That's okay. a really good yeah. tip. Yeah, I, I think for that. us, our favorite thing is that while getting the award was very cool and, and on, it was an honor and all that, but the most important thing for us is we saw is that it was a year review or like a checkup. Like every year they yeah. have their 11 categories. I go through all their categories. I write the essays. And I remember going through and going, man, we kind of suck in this department. Like, I really need to go back and rethink it. So I would create my hit list, and then I'd read the issue. By the way, guys, if you don't, there's one issue of the salon that you have to read is the, the top 200 issue because literally it's the thousands best, the of best. tips, <laughs> thousands of tips are being shared, best practices that you can just grab and steal and take them as your own and, and improve your business. And that's something we did every year. We'd read it. I would circle them and go, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Now, we couldn't do all of them, but we just take a few and say, we'll do a few of them. And after doing it for like, you know, six years, we got a lot of those ideas implemented and along with the strategies ideas. Both of them, I really think we created kind of the culture in the company that we were really proud of. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something for you as a practice, like Tess was saying, just do it anyways, write those essays. It'll help you think through what you want. And if anything's going to help you see what you want to be like, mm-hmm. huh, we're not here, but I wish I could write the sentence like this. Can't yet, because we're not there. But know what? I now know next year what we're going to grow in and what we're going to focus on. That's so good. it's a really good idea, That's and I love good. it. I hope we will see you in a year or two in there, along with a few other salons. We're going to keep pushing, even though we're no longer a salon. I want to keep pushing for other salons, and hopefully we'll see you know, in the next couple of years. We'll be like half of the top 200 be less salons. Yeah, that'd be awesome. yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. People are going to be like, crap, these last people, <laughs> man, they're taking over. We're here. We're at this IBS we're taking over. I mean, yeah. Everywhere. It's pretty cool. This might be a secret, but uh, so you can take this out. But yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a secret or not. But for the essays for Salon Today, they have yeah. different people read them every year. Yes, so every you year. can like recycle. The yes, essays. you can just really? fine tweak okay. like different things yes. or things you've changed. But yeah, I remember you saying, "Well, you know, I, ha- I have all these written already, so yes. it's not as much work." Like the how more. many essays? Are There's we eleven talking? essays. Yeah. And how long? For eleven is an categories. Eight hundred words. Yeah. So it's like about uh, two pages, maybe two and a half pages. And I would write the full essay. I never went short. I'm long-winded yeah. anyways. But I just really felt you? like I had so much content <laughs> I wanted to give them. I wanted to overwhelm them. Yeah. I mean, we won up to six to eight categories. Our first year, we won one. And then the following um, three And what years, category was that? Um, the first year was culture. So, because we really heavy on culture. 
And then the following years, we won our most was seven one year, and then six the other two years, like there was something like that. Technology. And for us, we were really, and that's really, by the way, for us, there was only like eight other salons that had that many wins. So for us, it was really just like, we're killing it, we're doing good work, we're, we're doing all these things. And it's great because the categories help you think different aspects. So one part's about inventory control, or learn, which no one thinks about. Um, yeah. Another part's t- talking about, you know, actually giving back. Like you said, you guys want to do charity work. Like charity that's, is a, a big that's category. a category. Oh, yeah. Growth, how much is your salon growing year to year? Another category would be about um, culture or technology. Are, are you tech savvy? Or are you guys still using a paper book for booking? You know, God forbid. So <laughs> there's all these different way, things that they cover, but it actually helps you think of all the different areas that you should be do, working on mm-hmm. for your business. So it's, yeah, hopefully it's a good area. So I was th- so excited for you guys. Oh, thank Aww. you. I was, how did you guys get on the cover? Well, that's another that's thing. There's no, that's really random. The basic. We, Paul, I, did you show him your you, boobs? Were you on two? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were boobs. you on two covers? No, no, no just, just one. Just oh, okay. no, we were on one. That cover. was a dream I had. Yeah, I guess. we. Yeah. Yes, that was a dream. That's a no, dream we have. I won't be able to. They, <laughs> you submit a picture every year, and they just pick the one that works out for the layout. And they, we have friends that have been, you know, uh, for 13 years in a row, and they, they never never gotten. It. Yeah. It's also they say you only get it once. So you're not going to get more than one. So actually, after we won the first, that third year, this last year, we didn't even submit photos. We just said, nah, don't need to do it. Oh, right. So we we won. So not one. It was a selected. It's not winning. It's not based upon performance. They don't. It's just random. It's just how it fits in the the layout. and, And here you will never know it. It's based upon the color. They base almost, oh, if you look like at every you're year, wearing. they're going to pick a similar color, blue one time, blue one year. or greenish, black, I think red, orange. didn't I just see a red one? It was I'm like an sure. orange color. Orange. And they yeah. don't tell you what color they it's going to be. They don't tell you, so they just choose, you have like, no huh. idea. So it's not like you can go, I know, I'm going to be preemptive You here. know what you should do? You could take several pictures in different colors. Oh, ah, there you go. That's rainbow. the trick. There, you have like, the whole yes. rainbow. And, and so they'll, yeah, they'll yeah. be like, oh, I think you'll get noticed more because you care so much, you'll stand out. Stacy picked us because I really just start talking to her, kind of like the way you would talk to me. I would reach out to Stacy and they begin to remember you. I just know you because you would DM me and go, "Katie, this gal is like crazy. She's DMing me, has funny memes, and I like what she's doing." And so <laughs> you begin to connect. And Maybe so, she built it around your photo. Yeah, mm. and we every year would submit <laughs> photos, and I start asking, "Well, how can we get her photo? What do I need to do?" Not in the jerk kind of like you know, I'm a hounder and so you know, it's a bugger to death type thing, but we would just learn a little bit and we would offer to help her the big thing I always say with people if you want to basically get something from someone not manipulative but learn to start giving first yeah. like how can I help you hey, how can I help you in your job how can I make you look smarter how yeah. can I look, make you look better people are more willing to and that's what we did you. we came to her and said look I don't notice you don't have a lot of lash salons in your, in your business so we would love to offer as a resource anytime you have questions about lashes Give us a call. We'd love to offer you advice, any tips. You can quote us or not quote us. It doesn't really matter. We just want to be a service to you and your magazine so that you can better service Lash Salons included, which for her, she's like, oh, duh, I need more salons like Lashes in my magazine. That makes sense. So we did. We got actually quoted. We got in articles. We got photos in there to help her out. And because we were giving them to her, I actually think that's another reason why she finally said, guys, they're really cool. We should put them on the cover. So it's yeah. kind of like the law of reciprocity. You know, you know, when you give somebody something, they have just—it's not a manipulative thing, but they have a desire to give something back to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember your cover stood out to me because of your hair color. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because of Paul's bald head. No, yeah, I thought that <laughs> well, was hair. Too. My lack of hair. But okay. <laughs> that's what immediately caught my eye, and I thought she's cute. Who is she? And then I actually Aww. read it. I'm like, oh, they do. Lashes. Lashes. That was 
was kind of fun because I'd just gone blonde. Yes, and it was just like, I it's just like the hairstylist in yes. me was like, ooh, I like her color and she does lashes. <laughs> yes. I want to be their friend. Oh, so exactly. yeah. Thank you for saying that. I will say a, bit, a helpful tip too is the power of ask. And I don't mm-hmm. know, there's a there's a quote that goes around called Get Your Ask in Gear. Yeah, and there's I a book think, on it too, actually. Yes, yep. the power of asking. And what I found is just going to the top people in the industry and saying, yeah. this is who I am. This is where I'm trying to go. Can I yeah. help you in any way, shape, or form? I can post on social media. Yeah. I can write you an article. So I actually got hooked up with Lash Inc. Magazine that way. Yeah. Um, I've been in their past book, hopefully a future book here soon. <laughs> I have an article coming out in Eyelash Magazine, which was my like lash Bible when I first started <laughs> lashing too. Yep. Um, just do not be afraid to ask. Just go for it. The yes. worst they can say is no. That's and you have a drink at the end of the day to get you through <laughs> it. But. Yeah, absolutely. That's how we did. We got in Lash Inc. and in Eyelash Magazine just by asking and saying, hey, we'd love to. We're free writers. Like, we're just going to work. We'll submit articles. I think we've gotten six or seven now. And then they like it. Now, um, my mind just went blank. Stephanie from Eyelash Magazine will send me and say, hey, do you got anything on this? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll write something for you. So, yeah, and just have to ask. You and know, that's, that's even why I'm sitting here at at the show talking to y'all on this podcast because yeah. I saw you and I asked, can I pick your brain? Yes. Yes. And you were like, yes. you gave up an hour of your time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was totally. wonderful. No, and and I, I, told, I will forever appreciate you for oh, that. Thank, thank you. you. No, we try to be generous. I mean, just the truth is, we're in a world where I think there's actually a lot of secrecy at times and everyone's kind of covering up. Mm-hmm. And I, we want to break that up and say, guys, you know what? We can all win. And I think we all win if we all help each other a little bit more and we'll get there quicker versus us all having to figure it out on our own. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, for that, that's why I want to do that. I don't know how much I can do. I do probably a couple of those every month where someone calls me out of the blue or texts me, DMs me. Like, I'll sit down with someone and help out. I, I, like, I like doing it. It's actually a lot of fun for me. It's rewarding. It is rewarding. I'm a people person. I like making people happy. Happy. So if I can give a little bit of my time, um, so be it. And then, you know, so also now they'll get a thousand people to DM me like, oh, crap. I don't know if I can get everyone in. <laughs> but, yeah, that's who we are. That's our DNA. And, you know, if we can help out. And hopefully you'll do the same for someone else. You'll turn around and help someone else. I think when I was in the Hollywood film industry, one of the things I learned and I saw is these big editors, big directors and producers, what happens often is they get up there and people just come to them and want, want, want. Give me a job. Give me a job. Give me a job. And they're like, oh, my gosh, guys. No, seriously, I not here to give a job but what they love to do is they love to give tips they love to give help they love to give mm-hmm. advice so one of the things I had some friends do this call a famous editor or someone big you think that oh my gosh they, they edited Star Wars or something like that they would never want me with the, <laughs> me say hey can I take you out to coffee and just ask you some questions and amazingly more times than not like absolutely you mean you want to meet with me and just talk about shop yeah right. I'm not here to get anything I mean just, I want to buy you coffee hopefully bless them a little bit and say I'm a big fan and then, you know, and just listen. Like, I, I want to listen from you. And amazingly, a lot of people in Hollywood do that and it's almost expected once you make it in Hollywood in the bigger, higher level, you're supposed to do that to someone else. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to give back because someone believed in you, someone gave to you and now it's your turn to pass that on to someone else. So it would be a beautiful thing to see that more and more in our own industry here too. Amen. <laughs> Well, anyhow, we're way past. The lights are about to go out, it's, um, and we need to wrap this up. And we need to have you back on in the future. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. And we can go more, and we can share some of your fa- my favorite memes. And yes. we can just tell really bad jokes. <laughs> really bad queen. dad jokes. I love yeah, it. bad dad jokes. And we have my fellow bad joke teller now, dad joker teller. I can't say that. Anyhow. You've got a good sense of humor. Yeah, so that's so cool. Thanks for coming on today Thank and hanging out with me. us. Yes. Do you want to share with our listeners how they can find you? Yeah. Yes. So I have two accounts. I have the salon is at Suburban Lash. 
And then the Lash Box is at Lash Artist Box. You can go to www.lashartistbox.com. Awesome. Cool. Well, go cool. check her out, guys, and get your subscription. And uh, yeah. And by the way, come to LashCon too. I'll just plug that I'm one more so time. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I'm going to stalk you on that as well. Yes, definitely. All right, guys. Thank you. That wraps up today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed our conversation with Katie. Real sweetheart. Really enjoyed getting to know her a little bit. Just a little bit. We will, like I said, have to have her come back. But for now, that's all we have for you. And one side note, guys. Remember, we are now looking for you guys to give us questions, but do it in an audio format. So just basically take your phone or your computer, whatever it is, record a short little question, maybe a follow-up question to one of our topics that we talk about on our show, or maybe about something that we bring up up talking to a guest sent to us and we'd like to have a section in the show where we actually respond to your questions that's something we're going to save up a few of those and then we'll get going and this will be little short segments we can just throw in on any podcast so we'd love to see that so please get on that and you can email me at paul at integrity lash with your question well, on behalf of our Lash experts, Erica and Tusney, and our special guest, Katie, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing, and remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 